Welcome to Grisha Cast. This is your host, Eric. And this is Fiona. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse, a world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Hey. Hi. How are ya? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am good. Hey, welcome back, Grisha Cast listeners. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been a minute. Sorry. Um, as you know, we're just trying to yeah, still get everything working out with our schedules. But I mean, we promise we're we're getting it all together. You can expect these to be coming out every Friday. Yep. Um, if you ever do have a question or are concerned about it, like I mean, we do um, put things on our Instagram and our Twitter quite a bit. We um, do. We also try to monitor it in case anyone's having technical difficulties of listening um, or not downloading or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. So you can always go there to get any um, updates on what's going on. But um, anyways, we're we're glad to be back, and I'm doing um, ep- um, episode four. Oh my gosh, we're, I can't believe that. We're up four. to... Four. That's crazy. Um, That's insane. It is. So we're, um, we're doing chapters eight through ten today, but we will do... Um, real quickly, let's... Um, do a little recap. Yeah. A little recap. So... Last week. Yeah, last week, I mean, we just pretty much had, um, Aline was traveling with the Darkling and getting to Azalta. She was. She mm. got, did she get attacked? I think she got attacked. Yes. Yes. Um, um so I was, that was fun. She also insulted the Darkling accidentally. Yes. <laughs> that was it, fun. <laughs> and then she also gets to meet one of my favorite character characters, Jenya. I love her. Yes. She makes me so happy. She's awesome. Um, so... And then um, they do that demonstration. They do. She yeah. meets the king. She, yes, that's right. She meets the king. They do the big demonstration. And um, then they pretty much are like, okay, well, it's time to get to work, girl. Yep. you Your lessons start tomorrow. <laughs> so that's where we left off. And um, so, um, yeah, let's, um, let's get right on into it. Um, so obviously we started out with chapter eight. Yep. Um, where um, Lena pretty much just wakes up and is amazed at where she is, I think. Yeah, she she's kind of confused, but then like she's like, oh, yeah, it really did happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, just kind of like that deja vu, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like you've had one of those long nights, and then all of a sudden you wake up, and then, where am I? What happened? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that happened. This, oh. Is, this is really where I am. I really am a Grisha. <laughs> if only that were what was happening oh in real God. life. I, or like if I woke up and I was like, you know, a wizard. Right. Oh, my God. Or if I woke up and I was in like Mirkwood, I'd be pretty happy about that, too. If I was an elf. If I could just wake up and find out that I was a wizard. And that, that like that's technically, a dream of mine. Have you ever heard that that um, it's the theory because technically Voldemort destroyed all of the records of mudbloods from like eighty something to mm-hmm. like two thousand and something. So technically, we could have been wizards, and all the records were just destroyed. We are. We are. I'm gonna keep telling myself that. Absolutely. <laughs> My letter just got lost in the mail. Mine did. <laughs> oh, I'm just uh. gonna live in that little bubble. <laughs> We will always be bringing up Harry Potter, Sorry. by the way, just because we are huge Potter That's how we heads. became friends. Exactly. But, um, so anyways, let's get back to the Grishaverse. Yeah. Sorry. Tangent. Yeah. Um, so I think of, this is actually one of my favorite parts because, you know, I love fashion and things like that. So this I is. I thought of you whenever I was rereading it. 
Yeah, she um she gets her blue kefta, and um she it's it's described very well. I brought yes. this up I think when we were talking like in the very beginning episodes of yeah. there's a part in the book where they describe the kefta. Well, we are finally here. We're here. <laughs> yeah. So um, I could read it real quickly. Should I? You could. Okay, I'll, I'll do it real quick. <laughs> so it's, um, I took a deep breath, pulled the kefta off the screen, and slipped it on. It was lighter than it looked, and like the other clothes, it fit perfectly. I fastened the little hidden buttons in the front and stepped back to try to look at myself in the mirror and above the basin. The kefta was deepest midnight blue and fell nearly to my feet. The sleeves were wide, and though it was a lot like a coat, it was so elegant, I felt as if I were wearing a gown. Then I noticed the embroidery at the cuffs. Like all Grisha, the ethereal Kai indicated their designation within their order by color of embroidery. blue, Pale blue for tide makers, red for inferni, and silver for squalors. My cuffs were embroidered in gold. Yes, bitch. Cool work isn't that cool i love it so much although i will say she would have looked twice as twice as like amazing in black with and, gold and that's where and that's the next part I where jenya brings that up she's like it would have been better in black and we i agree <laughs> yeah i mean she black is amazing i'm in all black right now <laughs> i would if i could wear black all the time i would but i mean i do like to bring color into it but black is an amazing color it is i love it and it would it would just look bomb it would yeah. Black with like gold cuffs. But I think she's at the point right now where she's still trying to like fit in. Yeah. She's and that would separate her. Definitely. It would it would kind of ostracize her. And I think she's seeing how Jenya keeps getting ostracized out. Yes. Um She does. And that happens you it becomes even more apparent in this chapter. Absolutely. Um, with how she's treated at breakfast. Yeah, because that's that's it's the next part. <laughs> yeah, that's where they go. Jenna takes her to breakfast, and um, they get to meet um, two snotty little ethereal guys. Um, also, if you listen to the audiobook, yeah, one of them is British, and I was very I, confused. I did. The, I heard the same thing. I was going to bring that up. I was like, "Why is she British?" I know. <laughs> I yeah, Marie and Nadia. Yeah, I was like, I mean, they're snooty, so like maybe that's what, but like. But one, one of my them, family's from England, and they're not snooties. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a really weird accent to all of a sudden have thrown in there. Yeah, especially whenever all of this is very Eastern European. Yeah. And then it's like, that's all of a sudden. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and that's and Lauren Fortgang is the one that reads these. And she does an amazing job. She does. I love her. Um, I love her voice. Um, and it's just an interesting decision she made yeah. to do that. But um, she reads I th- everything that I've heard of all of Lee's work, she's always been a part of. She's either read the entire book or she's one of the, one of the readers. Yeah. She's just, she reads it so well. Who was she in Six of Crows? I, th- I can't remember. Um, but she was in there. She was one yeah. of, there were a lot of readers in Six of Crows. There were, I liked it. I kind of like whenever they bring that in. Like, I, I love having one narrator, but at the same time, like mm-hmm. whenever you have like a whole cast narrating it, it's yeah. almost like listening to theater. Like you would have listened to radio stories in the 50s and 60s they did that with um this um with ninth house that just came out Mm -hmm. except they're just two um it was lauren and then some other guy but um they did that with crooked kingdom as well and Mm -hmm. i'm trying to remember what they did with king of scars but i don't know it's not listed as an audible only i don't think so i don't know if they would have produced it the same way or not yeah like so the other ones are like only on audible 
And then... Right, right. Um, but so anyways... Sorry. No. <laughs> again. Hey, girl. This is what we're here for to talk. <laughs> so I Love think... Love a good side note. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so one thing that um, happened is Marie and Nadia, obviously, as we just said, were being snooty, and they... Mm-hmm. They're definitely looking down on Jenya, um, yep. giving her some attitude. And Jenya is supposed to take her on a tour. She collapsed back. Yep. Maria, <laughs> Nadia, and Larry are like, no, we want to take her. And Jenya is like, no, I will, but I'll let you have breakfast first. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she didn't even acknowledge that they were like, but we could do it. She just looks <laughs> at Alina and is like, to give you a tour as the Darkling requested exactly she was like come come for me again yeah well and i think what's also neat is jenya is seeing at this point it's important for her to go and be with the ethereal kai right yes. now like to even though they're being bitches mm-hmm. um it's important for her to she she's kind of being like a motherly figure yeah she's like you need to she's like i know it sucks but like go go sit go go be social go have that oh that wonderful pickled herring pickled Ugh. herring Ugh. For and rye i like rye bread i hate rye bread don't come for me i love it it's okay i'm a jew so i'm the one that would get in trouble for not liking rye bread <laughs> so like i hate rye and everybody is always like at my synagogue been like what i love rye bread i can't stand it it's oh <laughs> but anyways um so yeah after a pleasant Yummy, Very pleasant breakfast. Cause, yeah, because that just sounds amazing. Um, let's see. They go on a tour. They do. Yeah, she finally goes on her tour. Um, she sees a lot because um, she's given a tour of the entire entire place, and I mean, she's got to be overwhelmed with everything that she's seeing. Oh, for sure. She's probably like taking mental notes. Like, I'm gonna get lost there later. Um, I'm not gonna remember any of this. Like, yeah. I mean, that's anytime I've been on a place and they take me on a tour, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they always do that on your first day of work. Yeah. And then like. Like, it, I'm not going to ask I'm, you where to go in 30 minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm not going to remember any of this. Yeah, no. So, um, that's probably exactly what happened with her. And um, she kind of is seeing where all the different um, orders do their work. Yeah. Um, oh, and you know, I'm sorry. I think there's one thing we left out. Um. When they were having breakfast, she noticed um, how there were two large tables um, yeah, yeah, yeah. beside um, on either side of the Darkling's chair, and how both the Ethereal Kai and the Corporal Kai, like one sits on the left and one sits on the right, both were so like just proud to be sitting yeah. right there close to the Darkling. And he doesn't even come to breakfast. Exactly. Love it. Yep. He just He's never like, comes. I'm not gonna sit with the peasants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not eating herring. No, he's God. probably eating the pastries that Jenny Je- got to have for breakfast. The pastries, something good from the some bagels. Oh, bagels! Yeah, I could, good. I could chow down on a bagel and cream cheese. I know a good bagel. It's hard to find here in Nashville, though. Yeah, if we is. were in New York, oh God, I miss a, a good New York bagel. Mm, yeah, I've never been to New York. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I've been to the airport. Well. <laughs> Well, you'll have to go sometime. I didn't, I didn't leave the airport. <laughs> well, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling from New York back to the Grishaverse. Um, 
uh, Alina does find it funny that I mean, everybody kind of like they're 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 possessive they all, and like yeah, everybody wants to be next to the Darkling. Yeah. Everybody wants to be like him. Um, and also, um, something Alina is shocked at the sugar bowl that is set in front of the table because I guess their sugar is rationed throughout Ravka, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that I guess sugar is just, it's pretty much like, I mean, for um, royalty and the rich. It's so they rationed it now. Yeah. Well, it's probably really good for their health. Yeah, they're, they're probably very healthy. Yeah. Grisha people are probably very thin. <laughs> Probably not. Grisha people. I'm sorry. Robkins. Lord. Yeah, I was like, the Grisha have sugar. Yeah, the Grisha. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, and also they flood her with questions at breakfast. They do. Um, supposedly there's a rumor that she killed, a th- like, hundreds of Volcra. And she was like, actually, <laughs> actually, I, I kind of fainted. Yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> they freak out and they're like, uh, you you did what now? And then yeah. and then Jenny comes to the rescue and takes her on a tour. Exactly. So <laughs> back to the tour. Sorry, that detour, guys. Um, but a lot did happen during that meal. Um, yeah. And um, I just think it's funny how quickly, like, rumors spread. Oh, um, for sure. Especially something like that. Exactly. Like, her. like, there have to be so many. Can you imagine the amount of rumors that are probably in Ravka? Well, yeah. This? I said that's so weird. Ravka. We get it. Well, exactly. I mean, especially like if you think about when we went back to when they were just discovering that after the attack happened on the fold and they first discovered she was a sun summoner and Mm -hmm. then she goes into the carriage, how quickly all of a sudden an attack happened. Yeah. Like just how, like, Like I mean. wildfire. Exactly. So like, I mean, word gets out quickly. Yeah. And they know it because, like, the Darkling even said it then. Like, I mean, I need to get you there. As quickly as possible. Exactly. they're going to want your head. Yep. And, obviously. They we, tried. They tried. We saw how that happened. <laughs> it didn't work out too well. Um, so, my favorite part of this tour. Yeah. The library. <laughs> oh, well, of course. Yeah. And she's oh in God. awe over that. I would. So would I. Be in, like, tears of excitement. Mm-hmm over something like that yeah i um actually she i've got the quote here um i snapped my mouth shut but that didn't stop me from looking around in awe the duke's library had seemed so grand to me but compared to this place it was a hovel all of karemzin seemed shabby and faded and faded viewed beside the beauty of the little palace but somehow it made me sad to think of it that way um so cute yeah and then she starts to of course think of mal a little bit um she she, um always girls got it bad (laughs) she does she just cannot get over that guy but i mean she's she's in love with him yes she's always been attached to him and i'm guessing you know this is probably the first time they've really been away from each other yeah so um but fun part Jinya um, introduces Alina to a fabricator named David. And um, mm-hmm. I love this part because... I love David. Yes, because he's quiet and he's he's cute. He um, He's just busy at work. He's like, why are you bothering me? <laughs> yep, and it is totally obvious that Jinya has a crush on him. Oh, yeah. 
hardcore. She keeps like trying to get him to talk to her. Like, okay, David. (laughs) You just did the voice. That was so weird. Yeah. And what's funny is David like doesn't seem to care, but Jinya seems like, like the girl to be with. I don't know. Like she's like, she seems flawless and perfect. So like, come on, David. Come on. Get with it. Come on. Look up, look up from your work. Exactly. I can't remember exactly what it was that he was working on, but um, he need. Oh, it was a, it... there's mirrors. Yeah, that's right. He said, "I'm making these for you." There and the spheres. And at that point, we're like, we don't know what those are, but yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, making yeah. something for Alina, and she's like, "Thanks." Yeah, she's like, "Um, thank you." Uh, that's exactly. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, that would have been me as well. Yeah. But so um, I love that it's just like. He grunted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Like, doesn't, doesn't, even, make... doesn't even talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's like, huh. Another thing that I think is important that's interesting about Jinya is, because um, we do find this out, she talks about how um, she could have been a corporal Kai or a material Kai, right? Yeah. And the Darkling kind of... Hybrided her. Yeah. Made her a hybrid. Which, to me, is very interesting mm-hmm. because... I think about that and Alina at the same in the same space as that. Like I'm, um, we really don't know what the Darkling has planned for Alina. Yeah, we don't. And it, it kind of seems like he's the same. Trying for, to like mold her. Yeah, but it's kind of, and it's the same for Genya. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I feel like they both are like. I think that's why they have such a good connection. They both are in between. Like the Darkling has them by a hold. We don't know why, yeah. Um, but there's something going on. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously they're being molded. I just think it's it, it was something that I thought well, about when I was reading that part. Jenya was molded um, to be a gift. Yeah, like she could have been like an amazing um, fabricator or uh, corporal guy. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like there's like Can you it, like he. He still has some like other plans for her, though. Gestures. I just made, like, a gesture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to mold things together. Um, but there's still something that the Darkling has planned for her. Yes. Um, and we just don't know what either of those things are. We don't. Hint, uh, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> right. Um, Ginny explains about the students um, at the Little Palace mm-hmm. um, because Alina sees little children. It's so sad. This is. It's so sad. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. the Gre- If you become a Grisha, then um, babies. You are, your fam- you're taken away from your family. Yeah. And your family are now the Grisha. And Jenya mm-hmm. hasn't seen her family since she was five. She was five. She was a baby. <laughs> That's it. And so now sad. she's yeah, um, they they just like and then it's was she asked uh, Alina asked Jenya like well what about your family and she goes oh they were well compensated yeah <laughs> like it's almost like they just pay the families off if there's yeah Asia. and um, Alina said this is a quote from the book again I thought of those three figures looming over me in the sitting room at Crimson. 
why hadn't the Grisha examiners discovered my abilities all those years ago? It was hard to imagine what my life might have been like if they had. I would have been catered to by servants instead of working side by side with them at chores. I never would have become a cartographer or even learned to draw a map. And what might it have meant for Ravka? If I'd learned to use my power, the shadow fold might already be a thing of the past. Mal and I would never have had to fight the Volcra. In fact, Mal and I would probably have long for forgotten each other. I look back across the water to the school. What happens when they finish? They become members of the second army. Many are sent to the great houses to serve with noble families, or they're sent to serve with the first army on the northern or southern front or near the noble fam, um, or I'm sorry, or near the fold. Um, so I just think that's interesting because for the longest time, I've always wondered about that testing that they did yeah, and that like Alina was holding her power back. I honestly think she knew she was different and like subconsciously, like as a kid to not get split up from Mal, like shoved it down. I know, but here she says, but I feel like that's something that you would forget over time. Yeah. I feel like that's something that like she, she might not have realized she was Grisha, but she knew she was different. Yeah. And that subconsciously she was like, "Mm, nope. Not leaving, gotcha. not leaving. And then, like, if she was, you know, <clears throat> a kid at the time, so much has happened since then. Yeah. So I feel like she could have easily forgotten that True. she had. I get it. That, or maybe not even realized that she was doing it. Yeah. I was, I, yeah, I get that. Because I just, I guess I just, um, it was something I'd always thought about. Because um, they, they don't really explain, one, yeah. what the testing was, um, what happened, um, and it's just always been a question in my, my, my mind whether she knew she had talent and hid it from herself or the Grisha examiners just couldn't figure it out at that time. or yeah, something maybe. like Maybe they were like, uh... We don't know. I don't know what this one is. Right. <laughs> like, I don't We're just going to say no. <laughs> so... Um, the end of this chapter ends where Jenya drops her off um, at Bagra's hut. Ooh. Yeah, so, um, and Jenya pr- literally drops her off. Like, literally, is like, shoo. Yep, <laughs> doesn't go and be like, hey, introdu- let me introduce you. She's like, this is Bagra's hut. You go, Toots. Go be merry. <laughs> Enjoy. I'm not going in there. <laughs> um, that sounds very interesting. Um, so, um, she enters the hut and, um, realizes it's very hot and yeah. that Bogger's first remark is how she's late Yep, and says, um, how you must be the sum, the sun summoner. Um, mm-hmm. she grabs her hand and says, let's see what she can do. So, um, yeah, there's that line again. Let me see what you can do. Yeah. Come on, Brittany. Stop it. <laughs> So I, I love how she like describes her though. I yeah. love it's like so creepy. It is. And it's like she like she describes her like a a bony hand and she her first impression was of an impossibly ancient woman. Um She's that, forceful. Yeah. And she's she's a sassy lady. She sure is. She is. Don't mess with her. Yep. So entering into chapter nine, um, you know, Bogger grabs her hand and um, we we learned that Bogger herself is also an amplifier. Yep. So um, the sunlight does erupt um, <laughs> through her. Um, and, and then she is, I was hopeless. 
Yes. <laughs> and she also gets beaten by a stick. Yeah, that happens later. She um, whacked on the, the leg. But Bagra seems confused, or it, maybe it's either confused or upset that um, Alina can't control her own power. She can't. She, like, like literally, Bagra growls. It says, she growled at me, even children can do this. Because mm-hmm. Alina can't call her power. She can't manifest it without an amplifier holding her and calling it out of her. Yeah. Um, it's that suppressed. Yeah. It is. Like, she. she's like, I don't even feel that it's there until they touch me um, kind of thing. Yeah. Which... It, poor thing, like she, she's, she's so, borderline abused. Yeah, she's she's going through a lot she right is. now. There's a lot of changing, and then they shove her into combat training. Exactly, <laughs> she like she goes and she meets Botkin um, for mm-hmm. combat training, and um, that just sounds exhausting to me. Um, <laughs> I just you're like nah. Yeah, it just it sounds really exhausting and um then we get to meet one of the most creepiest characters i think um and um because alina's on her way um to combat training um actually with botkin and she feels the eerie watchful eye of the apparat oh yeah Um, and i'm sorry we've met him before um so um he's just he's so creepy to me yeah i'm not a fan of, of him yeah, it's described as, as we were crossing the Western Law, and I suddenly got the feeling that someone was watching me. I looked up and saw a figure standing off the path, nearly hidden by the shadows from a low stand of trees. There was no mistaking the long brown robes of the dirty black beard, and even from a distance, I could feel the eerie intensity of the apparatus stare. I hurried to catch up to Marie and Nadia, but I sensed his gaze following me, and when I looked back over my shoulder, he was still there. Not today, Satan. Um, total stalker. Is how I feel about that. Yes. I like, don't like it. Oh, um, Lord. And then, and then she gets thrown into the training. The training. Yeah. Um, and it's. And she's she. I think she's also concerned at this time that she's going to be embarrassed because the training does do with your power. She thinks. Yeah, she thinks it. Um, and then she's like. She she literally gets like the snot beaten out of her pretty much. Yes. During training, um, and, and Botkin's like block, like come on, like why aren't you even trying? And it's she's just never been taught how to fight. Well, she was she, a map maker. Exactly. Like, well, and and she just came from Bagra. Yeah. So you, she whacked her with a cane. So. Exactly, and you and whacked her with a cane. Also t- took the like, I mean, summoned the power out of her. I so mean, she's that's probably gotta tired. be exactly. <laughs> she's yeah. probably like, I'm done. I mean, if I had sun erupting from my body, I would be a little woozy. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think like that's kind of exhausting. So, yeah. um, luckily after this, they get to go and get nourished they go um she goes and eats dinner um um but something that comes out that's really interesting is that oh, you kind of get an idea the girls um sit and talk um bad about jenya they do and it's it's really i mean i could read the quote if you want me to or you could just talk about like it. it's she's you kind of get an idea of what jenya has to deal with Exactly. On a regular basis. Um, She's a girl people pick on. 
Yeah. Um, Because the girls, literally, um, Maria was like, she eats at the Grand Palace. And then Nadia comes in (laughs) and sleeps there. Yeah. The queen likes to make sure she's always available. Mm -hmm. Quote, Marie, so does the king. Right. And you're like, hook, line, and sinker. That poor girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's it's kind of like the first foreshadowing where you get the idea of what's what's happening. Um, <clears throat> it's just sad. It's just sad. It just it sounds like high school all over. It it sounds worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> but, Lord. Um, it's, it's like she can't get a break from anything. No, like she's, she can't. It's got a target on her back. Yep, it, and it's gonna be there for a while, I think. Yep. So they they eat their dinner and then um, the darklings um, quarter doors open and everyone everybody stares <laughs> and oh my god Ivan comes and asks Alina to follow him and whew, what's gonna happen um, but this is really exciting I really like this part um, I he do too yeah he takes her to the war room and um, which I think it's neat the way they describe it in there. Um, just because there's maps everywhere, and they're yeah. like these really large maps of Ravka, um, and the old style with like a heated ink and on ha- yeah. animal hide, it just seems really cool. And she she even says she was like, under any other circumstances, like she could have literally spent hours staring at them because she used to make exactly. Maps. So she's like, oh my god, this is like she sees the value in it. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't, and um. But she's it's cut quite short by seeing the darkling. Yeah, it is. Um, and she was worried. She was like, "He's gonna hate me." Like, what? Uh, What's uh, he want? What does he want? Like, it, did Bagra tell him that I'm like useless Horrible. and not good? Like, she she's panicking. Which is any if anyone who has ever had someone authoritative say, "I need to talk to you in my office for in a little bit." Uh-huh. Like you. <laughs> A sweat breaks out. You, it's literally like, what did I do? Oh, I start shaking. I do too. I'm not good at it. If, if like, yep. if I, if they're ever like, I need to talk to you in like five minutes. I'm like, no, you can't say that because I will have a panic attack. Like, I need you to tell me now. Uh huh. I, I feel yeah. I do the exact <laughs> like, same I'm thing. Not, <clears throat> I, I become like a chihuahua. I just start <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> uh, so, and then what's kind of funny about this? I mean, I think it's humorous. <laughs> it's is like we're funny so, and cute. Yeah, we're scared about this. And what does the darkling want? How he, was your first day? Yeah, I mean, it's just like Alina was like his daughter sat down from like yeah. a long day at school. She returns from fourth grade and was just like, "How was your day, honey?" And yeah. it's just, "How was it?" And <laughs> you're I just, tired. Are you homesick? <laughs> Do you need some mac and cheese? <laughs> oh my lord! Like it was literally, and then he takes her um, in, to, like out of the war room. Yeah, he does say something really cool here. It's just one line, um, and it, and I think it's neat because he's kind of helping. He's explaining to her, I think, how he understands her place right now, oh, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. an ethereal guy rarely works alone. And Fair and I pair up. Squalors often partner with tide makers, but you're the only one of your kind. Yeah, because he was warning her, like, it's going to be a lot harder for you to feel like you can fit in. Yep. Because you won't have a partner, and mm-hmm. everyone else will. Yeah, so. exactly. And 
Alina, I, I love Alina's bluntness. She also just tells him how power, how she's, I mean, he's intimidating. She yep. says it to him, his, to his face. Yes. I love that part so much. And, um, he, she's also just surprised that he's just interested in the fact yeah. that her day, why? This is literally how I would react to. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all you wanted from me. And yeah. then he's like, what else? Is it? And she, she literally, I love this quote. I was so relieved that a little laugh escaped me. I have no idea. Torture? Interrogation? <laughs> a stern talking to? Like, I love it. That would yep. be me. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So we end this chapter with the Darkling um, asking, I think, a very interesting question, which leads very far, like, I mean, really gets into the future of this story. But yeah, it does. asks about whether Mal talks, starts talking about Mal Mm -hmm. and then asks whether he's a good tracker or not. Yeah. And I know to you, to you readers out there that are reading for the first time, this might seem small, but this is very big. Just, it's just interesting. It is is a, um, why is he asking about, why does he care? Why exactly? Why does he care whether he is a track? Like I mean, it just because he cares. Because he cares. He so cares. we'll leave it at that. He cares. <laughs> exactly. So we end it there um, at chapter nine, and then going into the last chapter that we read. Um, she um, poor thing. She needs an ice bath. She does. Yeah. Like, I, like if you got the snot beaten out of you. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, you, you need something. Oh, yeah. A nice little cup of kvass or tea. <laughs> something to help wind down. Yeah. But um, she does. She is able to drag herself. Um. <laughs> I'm sure drag is literally what she has to do, too. Yeah, no, literally. It's And she keeps on keeping on and she goes every to, day. Yeah, she's just... Pretty much she just has to continue her training. Yeah. It's, it's probably the same, same schedule. Bagra, then Botkin. Yep. You know, just every day and then like reading on your own. And you know, okay, so something else that actually happens and this comes back to my crazy theory, whether um um ba- um Bagra when she's working with Alina says, "Should I cut you, girl?" And see, this goes back to my theory that yeah. pain has a lot to do with how she can summon her power. Yeah. Right now. Um, just because that is how it's happened so far, um, every time, like, I mean, the Darkling did it to her, now Bagra's even, like, threatening to do it, because we know, like, I mean, if she gets, like, I mean, cutting her, that, I think, I personally think it's that pain of the cut that actually brings out that power for right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. The the first time, I'm just a hopeless romantic, so I'd like to think it was the fact that Mal was dying. I know. But well, <laughs> she, it's probably more to do with the pain involved than be, anything else. Well, it could have been both, too. I mean, it's just in the beginning, we know that, like, I mean, the first time that happened, she had Volcra claws in the back of her. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, just... A Volcra, like, went to pick her up. Yeah, and And every time they described it in that chapter, they talked about how the Volker's hands were covered in blood. So, I mean, that just, ow. Oh, my God. But she's working really hard. She is. She really is. She's exhausting herself. Um, Uh, And she's also, 
Bogger starts going after her for you're too skinny, you're not taking care of yourself, like yep. you're not you're not eating, you're not sleeping, and um, her theory is that it's because uh, Alina's not able to call her power, and yes, the Grisha draw like they're pretty much their life essence from using their power. It's almost like a little recharge, yeah, um, which is why they're able to live longer um, than normal people. Yeah. And Bagra mentions, why do you waste all your strength fighting your true nature? And Alina doesn't understand. She's like, but could, I'm not. Exactly. Like, I mean. Like, I don't think I am. Could I you. Mean, I, I just imagine being asked that question. Yeah. I mean, she's, it's just confusing. She, yeah. She, she, she's trying. And she it, even says, all my life I'd been frail and weak. And I, it's interesting yeah she's like maybe maybe she's right maybe maybe i've always been like this because i've never used my power yeah well and i mean it's 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 definitely getting her thinking yeah. she's starting to realize some stuff now so um also in this chapter um some of the ethereal kai try to i think just kind of want to hang out with her yeah. um and she refuses to go to with them because she's embarrassed because she can't show off. She well, because I think every time I believe, I, and I can't remember whether it's written there and we see it or not. But like whenever they're, go it's pretty much they're the theorical Kai are not just inviting her to go out; they're going to practice. So she's embarrassed that she can't summon her own power. No, yeah, it's like they're they're experimenting with the new stuff right. that they've learned. So she can't do any of that. Just playing around, and she's like, I can't. And then it says eventually they stopped inviting me. Right. Because she always said no. So, and then, um, so Alina instead starts studying. Um, yeah. She just, she does what I would do. Um, grab a book and just get into it. Yeah. She's like, all right, well, if I can't, if I can't do this, I'll, I'll be a really good theorist. Yes. And this part is really cool to me um, that I'm about to read um, just because I love this and we're going to break it down and discuss it. Um, so... She reads, everything in the world could be broken down into the, into the same small parts. What looked like magic was really the Grisha manipulating matter at its most fundamental levels. Marie didn't make fire. She summoned combustible elements in the air around us, and she still needed a flint to make the spark that would burn that fuel. Grisha's steel wasn't endowed with magic, but by the skill of fabricators who did not need heat or crude tools to manipulate metal. But if I understood what we did, I was less sure of how we did it. The grounding principle of the small science was like calls to like. But then it got complicated. Odenakovost was the thisness of a thing that made it the same as everything else. Etovost was the thatness of a thing that that made it different from everything else. Odenakovos connected Grisha to the world, but it was Etovost that gave them an affinity for something like air or blood, or in my case, light. I know that was a lot, but what an, like, that just that breaks down a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking over at Fiona, who looks like she's just about to fall asleep from what I just no, read. My eyeball is so itchy. <laughs> I thought you were just like, oh my God, that was the longest, most terrifying. <laughs> like, no. shut up, no, Eric. My, my eyes itching so bad. <laughs> okay. and I'm scratching it. Um, but that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> if only I know you all can't see that. Maybe one day when podcasts become video. Well, there are video there podcasts, are video but podcasts. we're not doing that. No, God, um, no. But this is. I still read this and get confused myself. Um, yeah, it made my. Um, it reminded me of all the stuff I'm currently having to read for my anthropological theory class in school. Yeah, and it makes my eye twitch. <laughs> I mean, but this is very interesting. Like yeah, the, it, it's breaking down the small science. Yeah, it kind of, it's like a little tidbit of like how it works. Yeah, what they spend their entire lives learning. Which is why I am obsessed with the Grisha verse because this this exact paragraph it is explaining how this magic works. Yeah, it like breaks it down. She's like. It's not. This is why mm-hmm. it works. This is why it's different. This is why they're not witches. Yeah. Like, because they need something to, to then manipulate it. And Lee came up with this. Like, I, I just, like, I, I love this. He's a I, genius. This is just amazing. Um, And I love that we're, it's the first time we hear like calls to like. Yes, which is very. It very comes important. out. Yeah. Um, It's just neat. I, I'm, I'm a dork and geek like that when I. I, I love finding all that stuff out. The uh, perfect quote. Like, this describes my head after reading that. Around then, my head started swimming. <laughs> like, yeah. how Alina felt <laughs> yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Because that's how I feel like mo- if, if you, if you, most people would feel like that after reading any of because if you think about it she's summarizing it (laughs) like yeah like this is alina's like thought process and this is what she summoned like summarized it down to she's probably read books and books and books and books at this point oh yeah about this and is trying to figure out what it is she stumbled into because she's years behind everyone else yeah she's trying to figure out how she can summon her own power what is holding her back and she's going from the She's going to the beginning, figuring it all out. And what a, I just think it's so amazing. I do, I, I really like what she says after that too. Um, where she says, one thing did stand out to me. The word the philosophers use to describe people born without Grisha gifts. Mm. Utkazatsia, yep. the abandoned. It was another word for orphan. I know. And that, like, it pulls at your heart. Because Doesn't that? Was, like, that was her. Yeah. This is what she was called. For her entire life, and that, now all of a sudden she's a Grisha. It's the Grisha terminology for muggle. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's but the fact that it, it's like the abandoned. Well, yeah, and then also <gasps> and then also it's just the the word for orphan. Yeah. I mean, because they're talking about, like, I mean, peop, when you don't have the Grisha gift, but I mean that they're actually taking it one step further, and like, I mean, the abandoned or an orphan, that that's not just... A muggle. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's a that's that cuts a little deeper. That's it like does. mud blood. <laughs> it does. Absolutely. Like, it's but it I it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So Alina is then visited by my favorite character, the apparat, oh, who's God. just consistently creepy and always will be. And um she's creeped out by him and he um so he he thinks it's really important for her to, for them to be friends and also wants to make sure, I think he says this, she wants to make sure it, for her to feed the soul as well as the mind. Yeah. And um, gives her a book um, called Istori Sanctia um, and The Lives of Saints. So, um, 
anyways, this is a very interesting book because it's a book that's given to, I guess, supposedly, they don't do it anymore, but all the the Gre- young Grisha a long time ago when you'd get when you'd come and get initiated at the little palace, you got this book. So this isn't a book about Grisha. This is a book about the saints, which is different. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is kind of getting into the political things that are going on in Ravka um, because he, um, he says, peasants love their saints. They hunger for the miraculous, and yet they do not love the Grisha. Why do you think that is? And he answers himself, I think it is because the Grisha do not suffer the way the saints suffer, the way people suffer. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I think it um Oh I think it has the same kind of effect of saints and the Grisha verse are uh it's they're they're sainted by mm-hmm. what they go through, kinda like how they are in the Catholic Church. Yeah. It's um where like you have to go through pretty much like be killed as a martyr. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's exactly. So then he even goes one step further and says, but you have suffered, haven't you, Alina Starkov? And I think, yes, I think you will suffer more. So, boom. boom. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just imagined the (laughs) mic dropping it. Um, So she decides to look through some of the pages. And the reason this was very interesting to me... um, for anybody that read King of Scars, um, she's going through this book and looking at some of the illustrations. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Don't worry. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you have read King of Scars, you will find this part interesting when yeah. she's talking about some of the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, just because some of the saints are just mentioned in other yeah. books. And it's just, it's very neat. And it does become a theme throughout the entire trilogy and it does it throughout other there's even mention of it in the six of crows duology as well um, yeah the, the theme of saints is very much a commonality and it becomes a very big deal exactly um, so um yeah because she stumbles upon the um sancta elizabetta and that's just um there's a it's just kind of neat it's neat. I'm not spoiling it by telling you what that is or what that means <laughs> um but it's a cool little um would you call that an Easter egg? Yes. Okay. I think it's an Easter egg. Okay. So an Easter egg for King of Scars. So um, pretty much, I mean, this is, it, the chapter ends with her just leaving and going off. And what does she always do? Oh, God. She says, where are you, Mal? I whispered, yeah. but there was no one there to answer. Like, yeah. that's how it ends. And it's, it's so sad. Yeah. Well, she's just. She's, she's all alone for the first she is. time. She's alone. And she's just, she's missing her buddy. Yep. And um, wishing he was there. So um, that's that's it, folks. That's that, it. That's what we read. That's all she wrote. That, that is all she wrote. So on to our next segment, GrishaCast News. Um, I'm, I'm eventually going to get a sound bite there. <laughs> that was me just trying to do my breaking news. I love that so much. I know. Um, so if you've been paying attention... There is none. <laughs> none whatsoever. <laughs> um, the only thing that I can tell you that has happened in Grisha Cast News is the fact that Ben Barnes is um, live on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> and he's, he's posting pictures, but there isn't any new updates as of how the show is going mm-hmm. or what's going on with that. And honestly, I don't think there really will be until they get ramped up to yeah. do the press tours and stuff. Yeah. I think we'll, we might get like a, and like a, like a wrap 
mm-hmm. something when they finish filming. Yeah. Um, or like if Lee does get to do her little cameo on it. Yeah. Um, we might find out some more stuff then, but. But don't worry, I am consistently watching all the actors' feeds and all that. I am seeing if We're I some can... some good little stalkers here. Yep, I'm, I'm going to find out something. If, if, if something happens, you will know. <laughs> so um, now we'd like to do a, a new little segment. Yeah. Because I guess this means we've gotten a little bit bigger. Maybe. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah, it's it's just we just want to thank all you listeners. Yeah, we've for had sure. um, some really sweet people. Um, one, please go to iTunes um, yes. and rate us. Please rate us. Please leave a little tidbit. Yes. Of a review. Yes. Especially if you like us. Yes, especially if you like us. Because um, if you don't, so sweet, and they make our days. It does. And if you don't, email us. Yeah, email. <laughs> email your suggestions. We would love to hear. But yes, we, we would, would like... also love to emails for like comments or because um, we'd be more than happy to like add a segment about like comments that you guys have sent or questions you have via emails yeah. to add in um, to give us like something else to kind of do a little segment talk about on. Exactly. Um, we'd love to like bring you guys into this. Yeah, because we aren't Grisha Cast without our listeners. Exactly. So, um, real quickly, just a shout out um, to want to thank my Christopher, um, Tempter, Big Booty Thick Girl, and Danny JS. And also, thank you so much, Martha Minnie. Yes. You all, all of you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for the sweet comments. Yes. Um, we love you guys. And yeah, we wouldn't be. Grisha cast, cast without you. Um, I'm living for Big Booty Thick Girl. Yeah, I that, know. That username. <laughs> is amazing, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but we, we appreciate it so much. Like, we can't say thank you enough for no. um, the feedback we've gotten so far. Exactly. So just don't forget, um, you can always, um, you can just find us um, on our... Social on, medias. Yeah. Um, so, what are we doing next week, girl? We are going to read chapters 11, 12, and 13. Ooh, okay. We thought about adding 14 in and then, like, saw how it, it's almost as long as the, fir- the 11, 12, and 13 put together. Right. <laughs> and we said no. And we realized where we are today because we are putting, like, this is coming out on a Sunday, and we realize the next one will be out on a Friday. So yes. we, we need to give you some time to be able to read this. Yes. So, um... Be, um, to read it and enjoy it, not be like stressed out because exactly is, this is meant to de-stress everyone. Exactly. Um, well, it's been wonderful. It has been. Yeah. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful Sunday, and thank you so much for listening. And um, girl, it's been fun. It's been so much fun. Well, as always. Exactly. Well, you be good, and um, we'll um, we'll see all of you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This has been GrishaCast. You may email us at grishapodcast at gmail.com. On Instagram at GrishaCast and on Twitter at GrishaPodcast. And on Facebook, GrishaCast.